What's up, boys? It's Caleb. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with my boy Eric, my boy Brandon. We're in episode two of Cocky Nation. This episode is sponsored by absolutely nobody. Don't expect that much. Today, we got a lot on the dock. Let's get to it. Um, by special request from Adam Willie of the FCS Fans Nation group on Facebook, we're going to be talking about the Marching Southerners. So, Brandon, why don't you take this one? All right. So, our show is called Earth, Wind, and Fire. And yes, our ballerina tune does feature some Earth, Wind, and Fire. But our intro actually features um, a flute piece called Earth for Flute and Piano. And my sister is actually the soloist. Congrats, Chelsea Owens. Hey, hey. Um, and then we roll right into Richard Salcedo's Wind Sprints, which is hard. It's fast. Yeah, it's, it's very, fast. very fast. fast. Very fast and very loud. It is too fast for the trumpets to play. <laughs> Accurate. I can agree. It, it's pretty fast for the trombones who have literally goose eggs. So like all of our lower body is just gone after after that movement. And then we roll into our ballerina tune, which is which features our marching ballerinas. Um, the two songs that are in that is "In the Stone" and "September," both by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then our ballad for any of you DCI fans from this past year, um, we are playing the same piece that Academy and Cadets played as their ballad, uh, "Bridge Over Troubled Waters." And then our closer is. Selections from Mozart's Requiem, we play Diasire, and then the percussion feature goes into other selections from that Requiem. Um, and then the ending is, again for you DCI fans, uh, Santa Clara Vanguard's ending from 2018, um, Metropolis 1927, and then we just got a brand new like ending ending, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty fun, pretty loud. I mean, y'all play trumpets, long. so how's that run coming along? It's a fun show to march. That run at the very end is something else. It's it's something alright. It's right. something else. Um, but it's loud. It's very loud. Very loud. in your face. Um, a lot of stuff that we can't talk about right now. There's some fun stuff to come, but the show itself very 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 fun to play. Honestly, in my four years, it's probably my most enjoyable to play so far. Absolutely. So. What can we expect from the Marching Southerners this year? Um, is it fair to say that we'll have babies thrown on the field this year? That's safe to say. Can confirm. There will be thrown babies this year. I can confirm. 100% to Tim Lebrecht. Um, we don't have a ton of exhibitions this year. Um, all kind of gearing up towards the BOA Grand Nationals performance uh, late this fall. Um so in terms of you being able to see the Southerners outside of a JSU game, there aren't many opportunities. So you'll have to come to a home game. Yeah, make your make yourself known at Burgess Snowfield. There's enough home games. You can make there, it to a home game. There's a bunch of games. Yeah, yeah, most most of our schedule is at home. Um, so you're gonna have to find a way to get to Jacksonville to watch the Southerners. So, what is new for the Southerners this year? What is new for the Southerners this year? I'm not doing it. Well, I mean, I would say the flute solo is new, but we had a flute soloist in 2017. We did. With Tyree Vital in yeah. Flight of Paradise Barrett Whitaker. So that's, I guess you could say that's new-er still, but 
because most of our solo solos are either trumpet, trombone, or mellophone. Yeah, it's we still have we still have trumpet solos. Wait, Don't worry, those have every year. Anyway. Every year, it's it's standard. It's it's a tradition at this point. Um, something else that Bodford mentioned at the um, ballerina showcase is the choreography for the ballerinas this year is going to be a lot like. He kind of alluded to kind of like what the Go Go's do during yeah. during basketball season. It'll be a much more modern, absolutely feature, yes, as opposed to the very traditional. Yeah. But so the traditional tune, which is "Orange Colored Sky," um, arranged by our wonderful Dr. Jeremy Stovall, very good arrangement. Um, it is. It is. That's still gonna have your traditional stuff, but I think even then, he uh, Dr. Bodiford was alluding to some newer moves to be included in the in the traditional um, routine. Yeah. I would say 2019 is a step in a very, very different direction for the Marching Southerners, mainly because this show is something that we've never done before. Um, I expect plenty of the alumni hate you chance this year, but... This oh, is, comfortable. This, what, what's his name? Comfortable. Comfortable man. Yes. Uh, comfortable man. Whatever he is on on YouTube and Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. That down guy. On so for set. those of you that do not know about the stuff that we had to go through with a commenter on YouTube last year, our drum major brought back an old salute from Dr. Bodford's days as drum major, known as the butt flaw. And so when they did that salute. And we uploaded our first video of them doing that salute. He commented saying how the tradition from JSU is gone, how uh, unprofessional that salute was, and how tacky the show was. He just didn't like us for some reason. I, I don't know what his reasoning is, but he just did not Which like us. Which was strange because it was a traditional salute. Yeah, it was so no one really old. understood. Back in the days of the '80s, a lot of even high schools did that kind yeah. of salute. Yeah. So he um he became a meme pretty quickly among the southerners, among really among the fan base in general. He was getting ripped apart pretty well, to the point that there were signs made for games in his honor. High quality. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it nice because the contents of the signs were not at all. I nice. want to say Katie Co had one of the nicer signs. Yeah, she did. For him. She did. She did. Uh, so some of the STL are the ones who had the... The vulgar. We have the vulgar signs. Um, just a little bit. But just Yeah, bit. You, can ex- you can expect a lot of fun, new, different stuff from Southerners this year as we take a step in a different direction. And Lots of woodwind stuff. I yeah. was going to say, the biggest new thing for me is that uh, there are woodwinds in front of me. They the put the woodwinds in the front a little bit this year, which is a, a good majority of the show. You know, I actually I want to make this point for any of you who have been Southern fan for a minute. If you remember the hit set from 2017, it's going to be pretty familiar this year when you see the hit set because it's almost identical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the only difference is the woodwinds are set up differently. It's just curved into that. Yeah, it, they're um, triangular setup. Yeah, the, the woodwinds kind of do this number. Instead of just straight across the field. But, yeah. So, you can expect a lot from Southerners trying to make it out to a game. Lots of things that are new. Or, if you if you feel so compelled to do so, fly to Indianapolis. Make yeah, come fly to Indy. Come check us out. At oh, Soul. another we'll new thing there. that we've added is, I won't reveal what they are, but we are actually using props this year. Yeah. 
Fabric. Like actual props, not fabrics, uh, fabric props or whatever. Or screen prints it, or whatever they've been using. Yeah, the it's, yeah, it's actual props, and I'm going to leave it at that. It's quite fun, um, and you will recognize them, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yes, you will. You'll recognize them. All right, uh, moving exhibition on. Exhibition schedule. we got to get to the exhibition schedule. All right, so our exhibition schedule is... We have five exhibitions, and one of them y'all might not actually know. Um, we have a we do a Calhoun County exhibition, which JSU is located in Calhoun County, Alabama. So we do an exhibition for all the county schools in Calhoun County, and then our next one will be um, at the end of September for Mid South. It's one of the longest and oldest. Uh, competitions in the southeast yeah. many southerners decided they were gonna go to jsu at mid-south mm-hmm. and then another one where people decided they were going to go to jsu is our home exhibition contest of champions and that'll be at the beginning of september and then moving into november our biggest exhibition is grand nats which will take place november 14th through the 16th but we won't perform until the 15th yeah correct We're the, on the way up there though we are performing at a halftime at a high school yes. football game in louisville kentucky this is correct. it's a halftime at a football game yes. yes i did not know that i knew it was in kentucky yeah. i did not know it was halftime i knew we were doing it i figured it would be a lot like uh satsuma 2016 mm-hmm. when we were pre-game um playing on our way to lsu yeah the weather will be much better this time around um for that one so yeah, a lot of exhibitions this year, um, and crazy enough, less than half of them aren't are at home. So you're gonna have to find a way to a game. Yes, because we just don't have many shows outside of games that are accessible. If you make it to Mid South, that's great, but I mean, the ones at JSU are the best. Just that, come to a home game. Yeah, that, that's really just, the solution. Just come to, a, come home to home. a home game. I promise you, we sound a lot better at home yeah. games. Anyway. And you also get to watch football. And I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, repeat this from our last episode. You Eastern Washington fans need to come down to the come game. To Jackson. Please do. Please, please do. Specifically, please. our friends from Kyler Neal, Lawrence Smith. All y'all need to come down. All right. Well, we've talked about Southerners. I think you guys get the point. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on this year. Um, let's move on to basketball. Yes. Before we move into actual sports topics, yes, I want to say... This is a temporary setup. Yeah, we're okay. We're can, they, can they see setup. my feet? Yes, they can okay. see all of our feet. Before we start talking about the socks and sandals decision, I just want to say these are the most comfortable shoes you'll ever put on your feet. Shout out Ufos. That's O O F O. My doctor recommended them. Get you some Ufos. Yeah, th- like you said, this is temporary. Um, we're in yeah. our second episode, so we don't even know what we're doing. Yeah, it's a little janky, but we're figuring it out. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're figuring it out. Hey, we, we, we love Jay-Z. That's what we're doing our best. Yeah. Go Cox. Go Cox. Good to be. Um, so, talking about basketball, um, <laughs> this season is going to be kind of weird for JSU fans because a lot of the names we've been used to seeing the last three or four years are not here anymore. We had a mass exodus of seniors, specifically all five um, um, top scorers, and now we have to replace that with one returning starter. I, Me personally, I'm looking forward to this year. I think it's going to be different. It's going to be similar to teams like Auburn, uh, Kentucky, where they'd have to totally retool and rebuild their offense around their current skill set. Last right. year, 
it was a lot of pounded pound the rock inside with Jason Burnell Absolutely. and hope that you could occasionally hit a three. Um, given the JSU was not a good three point shooting team yeah. last year, it was a lot of that in the sense that that was the entire that was the plan. offense. That was that, the offense, and the defense was hope that Christian can block it. Yes, we didn't have a ton of great. <laughs> we did not have a ton of great outside defenders. Um, no. Jason Burnell was one of our best defenders, and he doesn't have great foot speed, so that kind of tells. We didn't have a great big giant center presence like no, Christian's six nine. Christian is six eight. Is he six eight? He's six eight. Yeah. Ever since we lost Giga, in the real the only real big 20, we had was that 2018? Yeah, big seven foot Lithuanian guy. It was sixteen seventeen. We haven't had a yeah. big. Like, you know, above 6'10 center presence who just we don't. swat stuff. We have it. However, however, there is hope because we do have another tall, white European center we on do. the roster. Yes, we do. He is going to be, he's a sophomore this year. He's right? a sophomore. Mario Zelaznak. Um, mixed results last year. But yeah. Um, he, had some, he had some fun moments where he'd come in and he'd, he'd bang around and give us some rebounds and some solid defense. However... And I, I say this with all due respect to guys like Kristaps Porzingis, Dirk Nowitzki, and the other great European centers. He does not have anything resembling an offensive touch. Yeah. So, that's doubt. And I've kind of heard rumors of it on Twitter that that was a main practice point throughout the year, uh, throughout the summer, should I say, that they were working on his ability to score in the post. Um, starting to hear that this is not going to be a three-point shooting team. Like at all, our best three point shooter is probably going to be Ty Hudson and uh, Dietrich Ware. So take it as you will. We're not going to be shooting a ton of threes no. this year, which is annoying because the game of basketball overall is developing into a three point shooting game. We correct. all know it. This is correct. So all the teams we play are going to be taking a lot of threes. Yes, or more threes than us. Yeah, and, right? three, and if you're if you're crunching two, if you're crunching the numbers, three is more than two, especially two teams in the ABC. Yeah, no, we look at teams like, okay, so the two teams that we're talking about the most, um, Belmont and Murray State, definitely the highest scoring games I've ever been a part of. Um, Belmont, and those games have challenged us, and they've made us better as a basketball team. This is correct. Here. However, when you, go, when you go up against teams like Murray State and Belmont, you face team, you face guys that are NBA prospects. Last mm-hmm. year, Dylan Windler and John Morant, the two highlighters out of the, uh, of the OVC, they both get drafted. John Morant's the number two pick to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Now, given he was an awful three-point shooter, mm-hmm. but none of his teammates were awful. Um, yeah. They, they had guys who they could splash it from deep. And because of that, um, we were forced to defend on the outside, which, as I mentioned earlier, we just weren't good at. Um, and that ended up costing us a lot in the, in the semifinals game in Evansville when they were just cashing threes left and right. We were not. Um, against Belmont, um, and I say this with a grain of salt, um, first year of the not Rick Bird era. We're going to see just how their system looks, but I sent it's they're still going to be pretty scrappy, um, shooting a lot of threes and playing some pretty great defense. Mm. However, I don't know if they have a, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you see this, I don't know if they really have an NBA prospect type player right now. They may, but I've just, Dylan Wimble was such a big like key to their offense. I just don't know if they have the scoring that they have out here. I want to say that Belmont has maybe two players last year that were like on that line. Kind of on the cusp of drafts. Yeah. So I think after this year, they'll have one or two more guys that will enter the draft and get drafted. 
Yeah. They usually have second rounders. Um, oh, Winland was kind of a kind of a an X factor for them and made his way to it to the first round. Mm-hmm. But um, Beaumont's just overall they're normally just a very solid team. They're mm-hmm. well coached. They're they're not a, a team that relies on a star. No, they're 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 very balanced. And I wanna make a weird comparison. Okay? Watching Belmont play is like watching a really good women's basketball team play, if that makes sense. Women's basketball is fun to watch at a very high level because it's a very good demonstration of fundamentals. Because the athleticism is obviously going to be lower than the men's game. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yes. It took me a minute because yeah. as someone who went to a lot of JC women's game last year, look, I know <laughs> what the struggle was. I don't want to talk about <laughs> We'll, we'll we talk have, about that later. Yeah, when it gets we closer to the season, about oh, we'll talk about the team a lot. But later. no, I see what you're saying. Like, if I watch a good WNBA game, like it's a lot of ball movement fundamentals. Yeah, making layups that are not that easy to make. That's what Belmont is. They don't shoot. I mean, they okay. They shoot. They a lot play of good, fantastic fundamental. Basketball. They play basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, they, they play, play basketball. basketball. JSU has not played. Did not play basketball last year. They they played. Give it to JB. Get out of the way and hope we still win. Yeah. This year, I think is different. Um. Me personally, I think the key is it, maybe, and I'm probably not alone. I think Ty is gonna absolutely. I I think Ty is gonna have to score 15 or more points a game for us to have any chance of being top three in the conference this year. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think we have top three potential. A lot of great um, transfers this year. Um, oh yeah, we have a lot of great. A transfers. ton of great transfers. We have Elias Harden transferring out of uh, Xavier. We have North Florida transfer and a transfer from overseas in England. Yeah. Um, and all three of those guys. But he played college ball in the United States before, did he not? This is correct. He is native English. I think he's been training in England. Yeah, because um, he played for the England. Played for England U U nineteen. U nineteen. That's what it was. Yeah. So we what had a lot of good was he at before he transferred here? I want to say he was D two. D two. I want to okay. say he was D two. I could be wrong, but I really want to say he's D two because I had not heard his name. And of course, you know what was his name? It's I think it's Henry Kane. That sounds right. So Henry Kane. Henry Kane. K A N E. So um, so everyone. Here. So hear us out if we get names wrong. For every team except football, we do not have a current roster because they have not been updated yet. Because te- those teams are not in training camp yet, and our JSU's athletic department does not update their rosters online until we get to training camp. So we have no idea who's playing for our teams. Um, for all we know, Jason Burnell is a six-year senior. Kane Henry. Kane Henry. Kane Henry. I had it right. It yeah. just switched around. Henry, comma, Kane. Yes. Kane Henry. I didn't look at the comma. But no, so Kane Henry, um, me personally, I think he's actually going to be a bigger transfer than Elias Harden. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think his international experience, I think it's going to be really, really good this year. Yeah. And I've, I've only watched a couple highlight reels, obviously. And obviously... He can you jump. Take, you take highlight reels with a grain of salt because you don't show any of the bad stuff in highlight reels. This is correct. Um, but... They showed him shooting threes a lot in the highlight reel I saw. And they so showed him driving. To the he rim. shoots, and he's athletic. Yeah, no, he's very athletic. Everyone we got this year can dunk. That, that's the key. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we, we like dunks. Um, we, yeah. And we need someone to replace Jamal Gregory on the highlight reel. So, so dunking is good. All right. Winning is better, but dunking is good. All right, before we get to the out-of-conference schedule, which yeah. we have a lot to say about the out-of-conference schedule. Hey. Um, what are you not doing the full standings, but what are your personal thoughts on how the OVC will end up? Like top four? 
Yeah, let's go top four. Maybe top top four is usually the ones we care about. All right, so top four this year, I got to go Belmont. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think the loss of John Morant's big. I don't think it'll be big enough for them to drop out of the top two. Okay. I'm putting them at two behind Belmont. I think it might be big enough for them to drop out of the top two. I personally don't. It's going to depend on how we play. I have currently, my top four currently is Belmont, Murray State, JSU at three, Austin P at four. <laughs> as annoying as they are. Now, I have Austin P at four. Now, before before we go any further, I would like to say we do not have a home and home with Murray State. We get Murray State at home for a one game. OPC yeah, we don't go to Murray State. Year. We don't go to Murray, Kentucky this year. But we do have a home and home with Belmont this year. That's fine. We haven't lost to them since the twenty sixteen exactly. season. Yeah, absolutely. Which, in in my opinion. I think because of that, because Murray State hasn't lost or hasn't won at JSU. Yeah, teams don't like win at JSU. Austin P is like the only team that win. Austin P is the only big team that's actually won at JSU. Let's not talk about that because the refs piss me off every time at that game. Okay, but yeah, but you know it's true. The refs it's, piss me off at every game. I've never not been pissed off at a ref during a game. This, this is true. Of any sport. Because I think we beat Murray State at home. Sorry, Jason May. Um, By a good bit. By a good bit at home. Jason's yeah, home. I think yeah. so. I think so. It, it'll be a lot more than last year. Oh, no, we destroyed them last year. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a lot more because we know what kind of team Murray State is, and we will pack the Pete again. Yeah. Same with Belmont. Yeah, but, those are the two games that people But the off. away game at Belmont is what worries me. Yeah. So because so, of that, I might, I, I'll have Belmont in one, JSU two, Murray State at three. Austin oh. P at four. Uh, yeah. I, I, four uh, and five will be a toss-up between Eastern Illinois and Austin P. Yeah. So I we're all pretty much in we're switching two and three. Yeah. So we have Belmont at number one. I was like, did you have Mercy at three? Or two? I I'm flipping back and forth. Can I, I think yeah. it can go either way, but because it's my personal rule that I never will uh Choose against my team. I'm putting JSU at one. I'm gonna put Belmont at two, and then Murray State, and then Austin. Well, all right. So on the next but, episode, we bring on non uh, Barners. But <laughs> we bar for the top three, just like how we've had this conversation in FCS Fans Nation with the top three, it can go either way. It can it yeah, can go JSU, can. Belmont, Murray it totally State. Can. Yeah, one, any of those three teams could go in any order. For yeah. any, any sports league that's in a playoff system where there's a tournament and then, at the and end the can go any which yeah. way. So and and I want to kind of point to last year. So last year JSU was the three was the three seed of the tournament, um, playing Murray State in the semifinals. Um, they would have been playing uh, Austin P in the semifinals. Had they won one more game, because they would have been tied with Murray State and Belmont, and, and they, we would have made it. I think we would have made the championship if that had happened. Yeah, no, we would have. We, our, our boys would have come out angry against Austin P. Per usual. What was the score of that Murray State game? We lost by either one or two points. John Moran hit a hit. That's right. Hit the there was a missed call. Again, a missed call. There were there well, were many I, missed I'm calls. I'm talking about one in particular at the very end. There so, was one missed call because JSU tossed it up half court, and uh, who tossed it up? Whoever tossed it up was fouled, and the refs did not call it. Oh, so what happened? So so John Morant hit the end one right, 
and got the free throw. Then we proceeded to do the football pass. Throw it deep, home, someone catches it and jacks it up real quick for three. Um, so there were two fouls right there. And it wasn't Dietrich. Dietrich wasn't on the court. Whoever it was, they were fouled when they caught the ball, and then they were fouled when they threw the ball. There was definitely a there. shooting foul. There was definitely a shooting foul. I didn't necessarily see the the uh, the off you know the the sh- uh, foul before the shot. There, there was, was a shooting. Con- foul. There was contact as he made contact with the ball. There was definitely which would a shooting not foul. would it not be a personal foul? So. This is at the very end of the game. Yes, I don't remember this, and do you want to know why? He was you were mad at Magic Johnson. I was first of all I was livid with Magic Johnson. Second of all, after the and one, which I was also livid about, the people I was watching this game with. Because we were watching a stream, and streams are always a little behind. Yeah. Got updates on their phone and said, oh, it's over, we lost. And the game's still, I'm still watching the game on the stream, so I just stopped paying attention. Hey, word, word to everyone watching at home, don't be that don't person. Don't do that. Don't be that person. I'm not going to name any names. I was that person for one of the was it general college football. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay, okay. I was that person for the 2016 college football playoff person because I was getting updates and I was like, can you not? Please. Was that? I was at Sigma Nu and we had a watch party for Rush Week that week. And... Is that the one that Clemson won last week? Yes. Okay. okay. I was and sure. I saw that and I walked off and everybody was like, you did not just do that. And I'm like, I didn't say a single thing. And they're like, but you saw what the update was. It's tough. Yeah, no, it's... that. That's why I turn my phone off during Easter. Yeah. If I'm not at the game, I turn my phone off. That's the I know that is a goal for me this year. Whenever I'm watching a serious thing and I start noticing I'm getting you get those close before games. they happen, yeah, I'm, t- I'm turning off. It's the new age version of like people used to listen to the radio while other people watching TV because the radio is going to be a little bit ahead of the TV. It's well, like that. But in well, the I do that. I did that anyway, specifically with Auburn football because I was tired of watching CBS and ESPN commentators talk trash about Auburn, so I would watch. Rod Bramlett and may he rest in peace. Rod Bramlett and Stan White instead of, you know, Vern Lundquist. And yeah, Daniels absolutely, and, right, without a doubt. So I'm used to doing that anyway. But it it it, it does work out correctly. How the issue is when you're I was there in person, so obviously I didn't see some of the things that they may have saw. Like I didn't see Magic Johnson going on there talking trash about JSU, and I didn't see any fouls. Um, until I did see the shooting foul. I didn't see the the shot like the foul before the shot. But all, all I know is JSU got hosed that game. And so even if even if there wasn't a foul, we I know that I would I would have wanted to say that was there was still a foul. Right. Just because I knew how bad the refs had been all game. Like case in point, um Mario Zelisnack, our the GOAT heir apparent, um literally did not touch it. He was standing five feet away from a guy yeah. and got called for a foul. Got called for a shooting foul on a layup. That guy, like, he smoked the layup, didn't even hit rim, and he was standing five, he was still, he was in the paint. Like, he was, like, near the free throw line, just kind of standing there, got called for a foul. Um, I mean, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so I would be predetermined that was definitely a foul, even if there wasn't contact. But since you've seen it and you know there's contact, we can, we can say that. But, um, yeah, my top four, I mean, I only put Murray there just because I know how well they're coached. And yeah. don't get me wrong. Coach Harper's like, I mean, he's, he's my guy. Dude's awesome. I love Coach Harper. Like, I saw him just the other day. I'll say, I, I saw him at uh, Chick-fil-A, like, last week. Like, yeah. dude's awesome. But Murray State and Belmont are the best coach teams in the OEC. 
by far. I mean, they're, they're, that's why they're always so good. The reason Austin P is good is because they play dirty and they, and they get away with it. The J, but um, Murray State and Belmont, man, it'll be interesting to see how well they're coached without. They're Ray the Burton. Georgia football team of OVC basketball. Ooh. Really, that's that's an interesting comparison. Ooh. I don't like Georgia. Well, neither do I. I don't but, like Georgia. Either. Yeah, I said none of us like Georgia. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. I don't like Georgia. We all like different teams. Well, no, we're Auburn fans. He's a Bama fan. But we can I'm all a Jackson State University fan. Go college we can all get in line on the fact that, J- that uh, Georgia is public enemy number one. Under all circumstances, they are public enemy number one. And I know I'm going to get flack from guys like Kevin Lunsford. And, um, Georgia's public enemy number two for me. Alabama's public Georgia enemy Georgia fans one. are public enemy I was about to say, Georgia's up there because you're a Tech fan. I'm like half a Tech fan. My mom's side of the family is Tech fans. See, Georgia's up there for me because I think Georgia fans are worse than Bama. Bama, Bama fans have won championships. Coming from a Bama fan, you're not wrong. No, Georgia fans are <laughs> awful, dude. Georgia fans are it's awful. It's rough, man. It's rough. No, no national championships. Um, and you lucked in your last SEC championship Oof. by Carrion Johnson not being able to play. Oof. Who just nearly ran for a thousand yards with the Detroit Lions, so. It happens. It'd be so like that sometimes. We, I think we're coming right. up on about 30 minutes, so. Yeah, so we're going to move to the out-of-conference basketball schedule. So we have... There's only one game that matters. Don't even try to say like the rest of the matters. I want to talk about some of the big-name teams. I'm not going to go through all of them. We have SMU. I already have that painted up as a win for JSU. Really? I have it as a loss. No. I, th- I think this is the year that they're out-of-conference. Except for Tennessee, I think this is the year that they beat so teams out-of-conference. VCU? I have VCU painted up as a loss. VCU for me is already See, I have that as a win. I never have losses painted up. The reason I have it as a win is because we played Richmond not a few years ago when they were good in the Atlantic 10, and VCU is a part of the Atlantic 10. Yes, however, I think VCU is a better team than West Virginia and Penn State were. Oh, absolutely. I I, I 100% they're a better team than, than Wichita, Penn State, and... Uh, West Virginia. That's, I wouldn't say Wichita State. Wichita State is still pretty good. That's a tough place to play. That, that it place, is a tough place, place to play, wild. and I think that played into why we lost that game. For sure. Is the VCU game sure. at VCU? It's at VCU. It's in Virginia. Okay, VCU is a tough place to play. That's why I painted up the loss. If it were JSU, 100% we'd be The one. next one is Purdue. I have that as a loss. Yeah, loss. Purdue is a really good That's team. tough, man. They were an Elite 18 last year. I, I don't understand why we agreed <laughs> to that game. There are two games I don't think we should have agreed to. Purdue's one of them. Yeah, I've made my personal rule clear about how I never will choose against my team. Purdue's one of those teams. I'm just going to say Purdue's going to be a tough game. Yeah. But fear to be. At, at Purdue will be tough. At uh, JSU would be tough, but Purdue's... Have, uh, and then we go down to... No, I think we have Chicago State in Jacksonville. I'm not worried about Chicago State. They're, a, they're a good team, but they're not a great team. They were pretty good in the whack. They were, they were. They were. They were. I think they were on the bubble last year. However, they. I believe they lost some seniors. And whenever mm-hmm. when a team when a team loses seniors, chemistry goes out of whack because they have to implement new seniors, new freshmen come in. Um, I mean, you have guys that have played there the entire program. You know, it's different. I have us beating um, Chicago State. I think it'll be a close game though. The next one is Alabama State. This is in. Florida for the Emerald Coast Classic. Yeah, yeah, I knew about that one. And and I I have a rule. I don't predict any tournaments during season or after season. I just don't. Case in point, 
I mean, you look at Auburn last year going up right. against Duke. You know, you know they they nearly beat Duke, but then they you know they're seven and seven at one point in conference play. Like JSU, um, nearly beat West Virginia and Wichita State at their places, and they weren't even first in the conference. So like, right. like I just I know that they go completely different ways because fans can't always travel. And, so. and then the last game that we have down there is against our wonderful friends at UTC. Oh, I have such wonderful feelings. Um, that'll be a win. UTC's not a basketball school. What are we? No, oh, are we even kidding not. ourselves? They were what kind of school. They were awful. They're not a football. If school. they're not a basketball school, they're not a football school. They were awful. They're a in school. The SoCon. They're a school. They were awful in the SoCon last year for basketball. Dude, SoCon's not a good basketball. Uh, minus UNC Greensboro and Wofford. Maybe Furman. Nah. Greensboro is always pretty good. I, I will admit that. Wat- Wofford is kind of on the fence. Um, well, I mean, look he, at look at the season. Not. Look at the season Wofford had last year. Wofford, Wofford's is good. At, they're like they have a really good athletes. Wofford was ranked in the top twenty-five, I believe. Yeah, at one point their football team was really good. Which too, was like, weird because. You would think that UNC Greensboro would be ranked. Yeah. And yeah. they weren't in the top 25. Good for Wofford. Yeah, good, good for Wofford. Good for Wofford. They're not UTC, so I can pull for them. There we go. Yeah. Our next game is at George Mason, who Ooh. made the Final Four the same year that VCU and Wichita State did. Oh. I didn't realize we were playing George Mason. I'm not going to lie. I didn't either. And when they were making the Final Four, they were my – like, I – that's two Atlantic 10 teams on our schedule. I would create George Mason on his double football. Like, I would create them on his double football just to play with them. Like, I love George Mason. Mm-hmm. So it's tough to pick against them because I know how good they are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's at George Mason. That's the issue. And then they travel. All these, all these big games were on the road. They, yep. they, they are refusing to sign any halfway decent um, tournament teams to come to, like, come to JSU. And maybe they don't want to come to a place that's that has a student population of less than 9,000. Yeah. But, but the Pete's a pretty awesome place. It is. I'm not going to lie. It's a fun place. Our student section is pretty awesome. It would not be fun if I was an opposing player, but... Oh, no. The amount of middle fingers we got, like, student section got last year. Yeah. Definitely a record. At Murray State and Beaumont. Definitely, it's a good time. Definitely a record. It's a good time. It happened more so in the women's games than the men's games. Absolutely. And yeah. it wasn't even the players. It was the coaches. Yeah. Having to get pulled off the court by the cops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That Tennessee State game was so great. So, oh my god. Man, so, yeah. I have George Mason painted up as not a win or a loss. I'm just going to let That's going to be out. a good game, though. Could be. That's going to be a very That's good game. That's your only response. Could be. be. And then, I'm like, look, man, I'm not going to they travel JSU. And then they travel to Huntsville, Alabama, where I'm from, and play A&M. That's a win. Yeah, that's yeah. a win. That's an absolute win. Alabama A&M is not a sports no. school. They are a... They are not. They used to be a really good football school. They um, they're they're what we like to call they're a show band school. Yes, they have a very we good love show band. our show bands. Oh yeah, A&M, A and M, Talladega College, um, Alabama State, Tennessee State, A and T. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to see A and T last year, which is really disappointing. And a lot yeah. of our A and T friends from SVN's Fans Nation were also very upset they yeah. didn't get to go. Jackson State. <laughs> Bro, JS, JSU's bad. The other JSU. The other JSU. The other JSU. Yeah. They hate it when we say the other JSU. The other JSU. What are you? I'm skipping the next game for reasons. 
reasons we're going to talk about until we get to it. The very end. Uh, skipping the next game, we have Evansville at home, which we played them last year and beat them. So ran away with it, actually. And then and in a, a preview of our trip to the see yes uh, championships this year. And then we then play Delaware State, the good old Hornets, good old Hornets. And then we travel to Tennessee. Um, God rest their soul. Not God not, rest their soul. God, God bless you. But Tennessee's that game. And Rick, Rick Barnes is just too good of a coach, and I know that they're losing Admiral Schofield and Grant Williams, but this, and, and Jordan Bowen. Yeah. Jordan Bowen. But, then, like, Fear the Beak. Tennessee <laughs> is just too good, dude. Like I said but before. But Fear the Beak. Tennessee That's really going to be good. a tough one. That would Fear the Beak. That would be the equivalent of us playing Kentucky. Honestly. And ten- yeah. yeah. Fear the Beak. Any of those top SEC schools. But fear um, the beak. If we win that game. If we win that game, I'm going to do something insane. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, no. You you guys need to, like, bail me out of jail. Because there yeah, always something's going to happen. You know what I want? I'll find, I'll find Caleb McDonald's opinions on that game. Because we won't be there. We'll get his and he, he's it's actually during, a Vols fan. And it's during, yeah, yeah, he is. He's a big Tennessee fan, and that's during Christmas break, so we won't go. We'll get his opinion at some point. I may go. Oh, I'll be in Tennessee, so I may try to, like, say, hey, Dad, let's go yeah, to Knoxville for it. I want to know. I may try to convince my family to make a trip up there to go to that game. That's going to be a fun. Who's that game? December twenty first. Christmas trip. I'm trying to make a trip to Knoxville. That'd be kind of fun, dude. That'd be that'd be lit. I'm not gonna lie. That would be almost as good as going to the OVC baseball. We'll work on that. Yeah, yeah. We have a few months. We got to figure it out. Um, Um, we do have a junior college game, and then an. Uh, a D two game, no NAIA yeah. game. Yeah, and so I'm. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not even worried. say they. They don't have the money. The to pay game them. we are most excited for is the rivalry bringing being brought back. Troy. Well, Troy. Well, Troy. Troy. I'm sucks. so I do excited. Not, I'm I love so Troy. Excited. Troy is such a good team in all sports, but because of the rivalry, Troy sucks. I'm so excited. So I told my parents about that, and they said we're going to that game. Oh, wonderful. and they asked me when it was. I was like, "It's the day after finals are done." Oh, dude, students are going to be like so ready to let some oh, let some yeah. tension out. There's going to be a lot of pent up aggression. Yeah, I know. It's going to be great. And uh, and you Troy fans better travel to that game. Please do to that game. We we need people to yell at. I fully expect multiple skirmishes. Oh, there's going to be a fight. A police presence. <laughs> Lots of middle fingers, as we said. The before. student section it being is, guarded. I'm the so excited. The fact it's at at uh, JSU is going to be so so, much, so, so here, fun. And here's the thing: you've been here what five years? This is your fifth year? This is my sixth this year. Six year. I'm old. This is my fourth Super year. Duper this is your third. None of us have seen a JSU Troy event outside of baseball yeah. or softball. Like basketball. yeah, like the bit like the big two basketball and football. They haven't played Troy in our time. Mm-mm. Troy doesn't want to play us. And Troy and baseball, like, that's not really that big of a rivalry. No one... Nothing against our baseball team. Because our baseball team just won, won the conference. Yeah. Gave Ole Miss a run for their money in, they did. in one of the two games. Um, but, like, like baseball is just... It's an overlooked sport. Yeah. Softball is an overlooked sport. So all the other sports that end up playing Troy at some point, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But basketball and football... 
Okay, basketball is not really revenue bring. Football is revenue bring, but the two big sports that bring in the most money, Troy hasn't played us in such a long time. Mm-hmm. So when the tweet went out last week that we were getting Troy at home in November, like no, in late December, Man, camp just stopped for like <laughs> yeah, thirty dude. minutes. No, we 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 were in uh, middle of stretch block, um, morning sections, and the tweet went out, and I looked down, and I was like, oh, we just got Troy. Uh, baseball, and I looked closer, and I was like, "Wait, there's wait a, a K minute. in there." I was like, "Wait, there's, there's a K there's and a, a T." K in and a T. And then I um, and I immediately ran to Caleb, and I was like, "Just, just look at my phone for for a few seconds till it hits." And he was like, "And the the realization that we're getting Troy at the peak right at the end, like the Saturday immediately after finals, with students in town." Students will stay in town. They're going to stay in town for Troy. Like, if we were playing, like... And I imagine, I would imagine housing would... I think... Like, well, they, okay. would tell, they would tell them, you have to be out by at least Friday. If you're going to go to the Troy game, you have to be at, out by at least Friday. Yeah, we... we there, there are going to be some rowdy people that game. They can't be having people staying in Jason Houghton. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be out a little bit earlier than that. All my finals are online, so I'm going to be done probably by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Which means I'm just going to be chilling until... Like, until, you know, it's time to leave. If we're all free, that would be a great day to do a podcast before the game. Honestly. Before the game. Honestly. Love it. That would... So, I say we wrap up basketball. Uh, bottom line, if we have a terrible season, we'll just say it's a rebuilding season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have such and a... And it's a nice fallback. And we'll have Troy at Troy next year, I think. Ooh. So... A road trip. Road, road, trip? Trip. road trip? That's definitely... No, that's easy. Troy's 45 minutes away from my home. Yeah, man. I can, Troy is an hour and a half away from here, I think. If that's going to be a Saturday game, I would probably go home. Like, I'd go home, drive from Auburn to Troy. Just, just to stay at Caleb's house? No. My house is not that big. There's not... We'll no. camp in the backyard. I mean... Uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it we're, out. We're definitely going with it. All right. We're going to talk a little football. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's what this podcast is really all about. It was yeah. talking football. That's, Granted, that's we had to spend uh, about 40 minutes talking about basketball and subjects. Yeah, that we, we wanted to leave about half of the podcast for football. For one sport. Football. All three topics are football. All right, so OBC football preview. You want me to kick it off? I guess I'll go. Um. Well, let's read the preseason uh, read the preseason poll. It's not going to matter, but read it. JSU at one, followed by SEMO, then Eastern Kentucky, then Austin P, Tennessee State in fifth, UT Martin in sixth, Murray State in seventh, Eastern Illinois in eighth, and Tennessee Tech in last, as usual for Tennessee okay, Tech. Okay, y'all, I'm just going to point this out right now. SEMO is number two pre- is. Preview preseason rankings. Which, they're number two. We play them at home this year and next year. JSU, at minimum, should have seven straight conference championships by the end of next football season. Mm-hmm. I'm Six. just all right. Can we can we get out of that by now? Well, knock Wait, on no, wood five, real quick, just to be safe. Seven. I play them. Knock on wood, just to be safe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll come through nice. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but I think the only issue I have with this is two and three. I think Eastern Kentucky is going to be a lot better than SEMO this year. I agree, but I don't think I, st- I think Eastern and that Kentucky, game, the SEMO Eastern Kentucky game, is at I want to say it's at Eastern Kentucky. 
Here's my thing. I think Eastern Kentucky's going to drop a game that they should. I think, I think you're right. I think, I, think, I think they'll lose to Indiana State, and they should not lose that game, in my opinion. And in the conference, I think they could – where are they playing Austin P this year? Is it at Austin P? Or is that Eastern? Is that Eastern? Man. I was going to say, if it, was, if it was at Austin P, I'd say they'd have two conference losses. Austin Austin P. Austin P is a tough place to play. I'm not going to lie. But JSU should have no more than one loss this season. And that one loss would be if Eastern Washington – is as good as we think they are. Yeah, like they they have no excuse to lose a conference game this year. Absolutely, they're not they're not playing Semo in Missouri. They're playing Semo here, and three through nine have never given JSU that big. Um, they have, but we have, last year was the first time they lost a conference game since Coach Gross became a head coach. Yes, and it was I a, still have faith in Gross. No, no, Coach I Gross. Still have faith in Gross. I say Coach Gross is still my guy. I we think. have phenomenal talent pool. Correct, and a great defensive coordinator. Our only issue yes. is we need a new offensive coordinator. And we need to add some discipline into the mix this year. Yeah, we can't. I think they If we end up with dumb losses, it's going to come down to discipline and penalties. I think Correct. they've been touching on that a lot this Good. year. Good. Yeah, so no more false starts this year, guys. Please, oh my for gosh, the no more false, false starts. False starts and pass interferences. Just don't need them. It's just the Correction. most frustrating thing. SEMO has Eastern Kentucky at home. Then yeah, JSU's not gonna have an issue with the conference because no. EKU's gonna lose to SEMO and JSU. JSU's not gonna lose conference game unless they forget how to play football. If Zarek gets hurt, that's where we're in trouble. With but don't with, even say that. With SEMO, don't having, even yeah, knock on wood. Don't even say SEMO, that. With SEMO if having Z- Eastern, if Zion Webb gets hurt, we're in trouble, guys. Oh, if Zion gets hurt, yeah. With SEMO having Eastern Kentucky at home, that's a toss-up game for me. Yeah, I would pick. I agree. I, I would pick Eastern if it were Eastern. I don't think Sem- I don't think Semo's ever acted in that good. It's Simo's, just in Missouri. Semo's home, like attendance, has been a lot better since last year. Correct. I'll pick Semo in that game. I I want to pick Semo. I'll pick Semo purely because I don't want Eastern to be that big of a challenge. Yeah. And Semo's always the big challenge, just because they're Missouri, and yeah. so they're going to get a lot of conference wins at home because teams don't want to travel. Yeah, Seven, it's a tough road trip. That's man. eight. That's an eight-hour drive on bus, and we don't and like. We, we fly our guys. Yeah. Occasionally. Occasionally. For the rest, they bus. Like, it, like our closest away game in conference every year is Tennessee, is, is Tennessee State, followed by Tennessee Tech, UT Martin, and Austin Peay. It's the Tennessee Quads. That's still three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We play, a, we play a week conference. We need to a be... Better, a better than usual OVC. Yes. But we play in a week OVC... We play in a conference that's three hours closest to the next opponent. We need to either be in the Big South or the SoCon for travel purposes. I yeah, would travels say, rough. I would say SoCon purely because I want to have UGC every year. <laughs> Dude, you don't understand how big I want that rivalry. Chuck Fatanuga. I don't know, man. Chuck Fatanuga. Chuck Fatanuga. Chuck Fatanuga. I can agree with that. Yeah. I was here for the playoff game. The city of Chattanooga, like, fantastic place. Great place. Great place to UTC, hang out. The, the, school, the, the, school, <laughs> the school itself, perfectly fine. Their football program. It's a no for me, Doug. I saw somebody in a in a mock shirt Ooh. like a little while ago, and I like it here. made me No 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 not here. Oh. When I was at home. And oh, okay. A little angry. Just seeing the box t shirt. I was at the golf course today, so I saw someone in a Troy shirt. And Ooh. I I generally was concerned for, for their well being. Yeah, man. Not because I was going to do anything to them, but because they're Troy fans. Like, it's, it, it, <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it comes down to. Like, I just, 
How do you feel about, I mean, that's exactly how I feel about UNA people back home. Oh, There's no. so many UNA people in Huntsville. I, well, I, I worked, mean, I worked at State stuff. Well, I mean, Ford, I worked I mean, at, okay, let's I, be honest. Ford's in Huntsville. Like, yeah. It's all one area. I worked at Urban Cookhouse, and I actually had a decent conversation with one of the UNA people. But I asked, I asked him, I was like, is that a UNA hat? And he was like, yeah. I was like, fear the beak. He was like, oh, get that out of here. Fear the beak, baby. Man. And, we'll, and speaking of UNA, can we talk about JSU power loading their, their out-of-conference schedule? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, With okay. UNA predicting, predicted to – it doesn't show in the preseason uh, for the Big South. But the UNA predicted to finish well in the Big South – Oh my gosh, I our conference schedule. Uh, well, okay. Our conference schedule. So if we just totally throw out Southeast Louisiana State, we'll just ignore that game, pretend that it never got... Because um, I think Seahawks going to finish at the bottom of the Southland this year. Which is a really, really bad conference. It's very top-heavy. It's top? That's exactly like... Like the top half? Amazing. Yeah. Below and you that, hit like six absolutely or ten, awful. Like, it's just like JSU. Like, we have two, maybe three good teams every year, and then... You hit number four, and they're struggling with seven or eight wins, and you're like, I don't know, man. Because you look at it, like, okay, I'll just pull up the SEC, for example. A&M won nine games. LSU won nine games. Bama was undefeated. Georgia had, was 11-1, right? Uh-huh. Georgia was 11-1. That's just in two different divisions that had teams that plus a bowl victory were a double-digit win. And that's actually. not even counting Auburn, who had... Eight wins. Auburn had eight wins, and they were awful last year. Yeah, like that. Florida, tell, Florida had Florida had ten nine, wins, nine in regular season plus a bowl victory. Like, like, and then you keep going, and even Vanderbilt was five and seven. No, were they five and seven or six and six? It was one of the two. I can't remember. They were, like they were on an off year last year, which is sad because they're off year last year. They were still a, they're a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Like they gave Georgia fits last year for the first like half. They should have beaten Notre Dame, who was in a playoff. They literally end up college football playoff. But then you get that OVC, and like there's three good teams, and number four is fighting for seven wins. You're just, Which I think that changes this year. I, I think could, four. I think four might actually get to eight wins. Five because of who they have on their out of conference schedule, which I think Austin nobody. P. No, yeah, nobody. Yeah. No, 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 no. Austin P. I predict will finish fourth. They're playing Mercer, East Tennessee State. Mercer. Mercer's Mercer. not a bad uh, Mercer. SoCon Mercer team. Mercer would be Auburn two years ago. Yeah. The year that Auburn went to the S Championship and beat Alabama the way they did, Mercer just three weeks, just, it was. Almost beat. It was like 21 to 10, I think. No, no. Auburn had to score a game winning touchdown. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I was Mercer at that game. Mercer is a lot better than <laughs> No, no, no. I was at that game. It and was then a close Austin, game. Austin P has the um, predicted. Number two or three finish in the SoCon, Central Arkansas. What year was that, Mercer? Arlene? 2017. I was there. There's but, no way it was that close. But those three games on Austin P's schedule? 24-10. Was it really? Yes, what I say? Which game am I thinking about? The reason is... I'm thinking about losing Monroe. Do you know anyone okay. that goes to Mercer? No. I know people that go to Mercer. No, I don't. And I know a few. If you try to talk to them, what they're going to tell you is yeah, we almost beat Auburn in football and we beat Duke in basketball. That's the only thing they ever want to talk about. But we ha- we can't talk because we almost beat Auburn in football. We were closer than Mercer was. Okay, but twenty Auburn twenty fifteen. 
Man, let's not even go. Awful. There. Look, I don't want to talk about it. Fear the okay. Um, let's get back to OBC. Could the OBC get more than two teams in the playoffs? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I think you're <laughs> JSU and Eastern. Yeah. And State's going to be JSU and Eastern. I think Eastern's going to get an at large bid. I said more than two teams. Oh, more than two? Okay, so I think SEMO can have a chance too. I think, I don't think, I think there will be four teams that get considered. Four? That get considered. Oh, get considered. Okay. I think three, I think three get three, in. Three get in, three get in because the Missouri, Missouri Valley is going to have a, a better year than last year, but it's still be a down year. The CAA is going to beat up on everybody. Yeah, that, like, yeah. In the In that's that tough. conference, yeah, they're going to beat that, up on that's everybody. That's a pretty cannibalistic Big conference. Sky, you pretty much have UC Davis, Eastern Washington, and Weber State. Maybe Montana State. Those four teams are going to get in. But the the top three or four in the Big Sky, they're gonna beat up on each other. I agree. I I just well I take that back. The top four because Eastern Washington avoids UC Davis and Montana State. They have to play Weber, and then Weber has to play Montana State as well. So Eastern and UC Davis avoid the best of the big sky this year, I think. Well, I'm going to defend so, There's not going to be four. No, there won't be four. There's not going to be four. If four teams in the no, OBC got in... Austin P will be on the bubble at the end of the year. I'm pretty sure stats would just just melt if four OBC yeah. teams got yeah. in. Like they would, it would be awesome. No, I love it. Don't get wrong. Yeah. I love it. I would love for the OVC to But it, it would be the man. end of the FCS Fans Nation's like, talk. This is the year it. for the OVC to show I what they have. I hope so much. I mean, yeah, because... I'm tired of people saying that JSU is undefeated and they're not ready. I'd rather us lose one or two games, win the conference in a dead heat, and then us show up to the first round, score 50 points, and be like, okay, they're battle-tested. Like, me personally, okay, I don't want to, I want us to win every game, every time. But I don't, like, a game like Eastern Washington or a game like, like SEMO at home where it's a tough, tough beat, those are the games that if you lose close, it it, it works out for you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, you know, you lose one conference game and then Eastern beats up on SEMO for us and still gets and hands us the, the conference championship. Like, that's one of those things you can afford the loss to Eastern Washington. You're still conference champs. And you know how to lose. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, if we have to go anywhere that has anything to do with snow. Oh, my gosh. We're calling, we're, I'm not recalling quits. I'll go, but we're calling I'll quits. go. That's it. That's it. That was a, Maine was a fun trip. Yeah, Maine was a very fun trip. So, uh, not a great football game to watch. Uh, dude, we gotta cut that out, man. I can't even. I don't even want to hear that on this episode. I saw somebody last week was like going through clips on YouTube, and they pulled up like a clip of highlights of us playing Maine. It's um, obviously you know like all of our lot completed of passes. A lot and of Maine. A lot of completed passes that weren't touchdowns. It was one of those like biased propaganda highlight reels that only shows the good parts of your team. You know what I'm talking about? It wasn't like a like a neutral highlight reel. And I was like, why are we watching this game? Who wants to watch a highlight reel of us losing to Maine? I want to. The only part of that game I want to watch a highlight reel of was like the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth, and score 21 straight. That was and, fun. And at that point, we were like, yo, we, we might like, come back. Maybe and we're, we were like, maybe? hold up, it's a two touchdown game all of a sudden, and they and it's. They're starting to get a little tired, yeah. and then they ran off and left. Unlucky. What about, yeah, it'd be like that. All right. So let's take a look at some of the uh, FCS preseason yeah. top ten. Let's hit so the, the three that we're going to hit is Athlon, Stats, and Hero. 
here is sports. So Athlon, I'm not even going to go through the entire thing, but Athlon JSU is ranked seven, which I agree with. Yeah, I think any stat, any poll that has JSU in the seven, every range, every single one of these has us as six or seven. Stats I like the has, six to eight range. Stats has us at six. Heroes has us at six, and then the top three range between four teams: NDSU, JMU, SDSU, and Eastern Washington. No, UC Davis. And Maine. Eastern Washington is not in the top three in any of these. I think Maine's a little bit hyped up. Maine's not going to be good this year. Yeah. Maine wasn't, that, Maine wasn't that good last year. We're, no. we're acting like they were that good when they beat us. They weren't. We were just playing in 30-degree weather, and Zarek Cooper couldn't hardly hold on to football because his hands couldn't move. And had traveled to Maine. <laughs> like, like we, li- we literally had traveled almost to Canada. Like we're acting like those were normal circumstances for they any were team. Absolutely not. Maine like, is Maine like, is. If that's North Dakota more. State, that's a tough game for North Dakota State. Right. Like like that that's not normal conditions. But North Dakota State actually plays outside in some of the Missouri Valley games. Like when they yeah, go to South yeah. Dakota State. Yeah, but South Dakota State's not as cold as Maine. I I I will say that right now. South Dakota State's cold, but they're not Maine cold. They're they're cold because they're flat and there's a lot of wind. Maine is just cold. With a lot of isn't sun. isn't Maine literally right next to no, the listen, ocean? Listen, that's the thing. Like the wind that's come, like the wind in South Dakota State is different because it's not wet wind. Maine wind is a wet wind, and a wet like if it's if it's like a warm day, and the wind is blowing, and you're like let's say you're in Florida, it's gonna be a hundred percent hotter. Yeah, Maybe you're absolutely. Be off the charts. Whereas if you're in Maine, you know, in the middle of December, it's gonna be that much colder. Like, that's just what humidity does. And I don't know if you remember when we Ubered to that seafood place to Dude, get lobster. Was, yeah. I asked the Uber driver, I said, how cold does it get? And he said in, like, January, he said it gets, like, negative 30. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. It, it was that's what he told me. He said, that he said the lowest, I, I remember, he said the lowest he remembers it being in his time in Orono, which is where we were. He said the lowest he remembered was, like, minus 32. Yeah, something like that. But he said he's seen it regularly below zero. Yeah. But minus 32 is the, the first time you've seen it below minus 30. But in regularly in the minus 0 to minus 15 range. Yeah. I'll stay in the south, thank you. Yeah, Yeah. no. Don't get me wrong. It was a fun trip. It like, was a very fun trip. And the game, even though it wasn't fun, like we enjoyed parts of it. Like tra- yeah. trashing trashing kids outside of the game was great. That was great. We talked about that in the first episode. We did. The it, delinquent children of Maine. Oh, God. The only... Uh, Top ten that I do not agree with. Well, I mean, I don't. There's only one team that I don't agree with in this top ten, and it's the stats poll with KSU at ten. That is yeah. way too high for that Kansas is absolutely State. way too high. KSU was a fluke. They were a fluke last year, and they're going to be a fluke every year they have success. I don't care. Ooh. I don't care if they win the national championship. I I cannot bring myself to say there's a little act- venom. There's a little venom there. Were you at that game? Yeah, I was at the game. Okay, I'm very thank upset. You, thank I'm you. very upset still. So so you you you're my mind. I to hope you were at that game. You were in the Southerners last yeah. year. I was at that game, and it was a tough time. There's a lot of vitriol. I I, I specifically remember people like me, him, Caleb, Jared Swanson, and Jacoby. We're all ready to murder the first KSU family. Song. Absolutely, like we were all Jacoby. Who's okay? So he's Jacoby's a big football fan, but he's not big the way me and Caleb are. That game, he was ready to hurt some people. Yeah, man. He he was pissed. I have a personal um, disliking for referees in any capacity, just that because game, of 
my athletic background, I never get along with them. Same. My phone background is me getting a yellow card in high school soccer. Well, that's funny. I've seen your profile. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I play golf, so, so I get the USGA. There you go. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm more mad at the, the officiating than KSU, but because I don't know the names of the officials, I'm going to let my anger transfer over to KSU. Yeah, Tra- Chandler Burks can, can get, all, yeah. get all the smoke. <laughs> Yeah. I don't. I don't care who the refs were because I don't know who the name. Like, Do you know one of the roughest parts about that game for me? We get on the field for halftime, right? First of all, marching at SunTrust sucked. Yeah, like, marching on dirt is like the worst thing yeah. ever. Especially because the dirt uh, and the grass. The, the, the dirt and grass there's about an inch difference. Yeah, it's rough. But um, I get on the field. I'm like, man, I have to pee, and uh, I'm like, I can probably hold it till the end of the game. And we get back up and we go to five overtimes. And I am ready to pee my pants, man. It was tough. We lose. I'm going to pee myself. It was a rough time to I be bet, there. Man. Dude. Yeah, I just... I'm... KSU could win the national championship, and I would say that it was a fluke. Uh, yeah, I agree with I'm that. sorry. Like, I don't care. If they're far away, like, if they're blowing people out 40 to nothing, if they beat North Dakota State by 60, I'd be like... <laughs> so Something's something's, so, something's not right. No, all the North Dakota State people have like early onset dementia during the game. That's really all it was. That's what it was. It all hit them all at once. <laughs> I, I just I I cannot bring myself to respect them in any way whatsoever. Just That's be- the rivalry I want. Is KSU. just because they only existed for like three years. I know, but I want it. And they run. It's because I know someone. They run go the case. Freaking triple option. Okay, if you're if you if your favorite football team runs a triple option. You need to stop watching football. Just, just die. Just, like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> we can cut that out. But we won't cut that out. We're leaving that in. Leaving that let's, in. let's stay in it. So, so yeah. the fact that you and I are Tech fans. Look, man, I'm half a Tech hey, fan. Hey, you guys, you guys got a pro style I like Tech because of family allegiance, okay? I do not like watching the triple option. Well, Georgia Tech's not e- running the triple e- option e- this year, so yeah. there you go. It's fixed. They have a new head coach, so Paul Johnson is gone. Even shout if it's my coach. team, shout out to Coach option. Collins. Yeah, shout out Coach Collins. Jeff Collins is a good coach. Yeah, but no. even if it's my team, I don't like bro watching the triple option. So I just don't like. The it. only time the triple option is useful is when you're playing like NCAA football, and you just want to <laughs> yeah. piss off whoever you're playing, and so you just keep running the triple option. Yeah, man. And you score like sixty points because you can literally beat every defense. Yeah. It's literally can you hit a button? And I'm convinced that's what was actually happening last year. Is there was someone up in the box with a controller? There's just a bunch of robots down in the field, there's a bunch of androids. Yeah. And Chandler Burks is actually like a 99 rated player, and they just pulled yeah. all the stats up. He was actually like Paul seven. Johnson is up. Pa- Paul Paul Johnson the up controller. there, just staring it down. Yes. No, no. Um, what's it? Ken, whatever his last name is, the coach for Navy, is up there. The guy who taught Paul Johnson oh, the triple yeah, option. Yeah. yeah, that dude's just up there, just controlling everyone. That's that's the reason that Chandler Burks converted that fourth down in overtime. Had we tackled him, the game would have been over. But instead, he ran for like 24 yards in a first down. Like, that stuff, that's video game stuff. That's why I won't respect Kennesaw State yeah. ever. Because still, of that. Still, just... just can we just get thoughts. off of this Look, subject? Final thought. <laughs> we can cut um, this down if we have to. It was a fumble. Final thought. It, it was, was a fumble. Mm-hmm. Yep. Final Y'all thought. want to make a sign this year? Oh, yeah. If, if, if yeah. we end up playing Kennesaw State I'm making the, the next time in the playoffs, if, oh, if, absolutely. Even if I'm not a student. Like, I'm going to come to to a Southerners band camp, like, 10 years down the road. We play Kennesaw in the regular season. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring this sign. It's going to be giant. You guys aren't going to know what it means. But I promise you, everyone else will. And they're just going to hold up and yeah. says it was a fumble. Nothing else. And this is going to be the greatest thing ever. 
I'm telling you, man. I recorded that game, and I we got home from SunTrust, and I went and I went like straight to it and watched it. Just just scanned it. And yeah. I watched that section in real time, and I was like, that looks like a fumble. I watch it in slow motion, first angle. That looks like a fumble. I watch it in the slow motion second angle. That looks like a fumble. The third angle. That looks like a fumble. I don't understand how a professional, trained official will look at the same we, video we, I saw. Are we 100 percent convinced they were trained? Like, I don't know. Yeah, they, they might have just picked them. They up were officiating the a JSU Kennesaw game. They were officiating an FCS. There's game. a lot of homeless people in Atlanta. It could have. They could have just. Grabbed they they, they could have just. FCS rolls into town. Look, we need you and you and you right now because our our back judge and our head referee are sick. I promise you, only thing you have to do is throw the game in KSU's favor. If you do that, you're golden. Oh god, we have a lot of conspiracies here in Jacksonville. Um, All right, so top ten. Any, any any thoughts on any of the top ten that we just uh, mentioned? Um, my biggest concern is where JSU's at, and as long as they're six to eight. I think I'm fine with any points. There's six in stats. There's seven in Athlon. Yeah. And then there's six in Heroes. Jace, you behind Maine. I know they I don't want to see that. I I don't don't like that at all. Maine at four on Heroes. I will say this. Maine's at four? On Hero, they're four. (laughs) On Hero, they put Eastern Washington behind us. Yeah, they put EWS. I don't like that at all. Eh. I like that more than Maine above us. Well, Maine's above us in all three fours. Yeah, I disagree with that. No, or I do too, but that's I disagree with Maine, the state of Maine. I mean, so do I, but you play 60 you play 60 minutes, you add them up, that's your winner, and apparently that's how we're doing things these days. And let me just read on on Hero where they're for. Black Bears colors are blue, white, navy blue. But the real colors of this program are black and blue, as if that even matters. Um, last year Maine proved it with an impressive CAA championship run playoff seed and run to the semis before crisscrossing the United States finally took its toll. Oh, you played Weber. What else did you? I don't want to hear it about Trump. You played Eastern. No. I do not want to hear it about Trump. We had a better playoff game against Eastern than Maine did. Well, now hear this. This is a hard-nosed program that goes after hard-nosed kids in Jersey, Pennsylvania, and the outer boroughs of North, uh, NYC. Okay, I just want to say this right now. North New York City, That's if you're picking up football players from NYC, you're not recruiting. you got to be picking them up from Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania only. That's the only state in the Northeast that is consistently going out top football players. Uh, I would say New Hampshire. Maybe New Hampshire. Because of University of New Hampshire. But NYC. That's a basketball city. I mean, what other schools are in New York? Fordham? Like in in NYC or like upstate? And just the state. Just the state. Fordham, Buffalo. um, Syracuse. Syracuse. And Syracuse recruits hard. Isn't, isn't Colgate in New York as well? I feel like this is correct. And Stony Brook's in New York. Stony Brook. Yeah. New York. Stony, Stony Brook does recruit hard. I'll give them that. But still, like, if Jersey's not a football place, NYC's not a football place, Pennsylvania's the only place I recruit that has football players, but they're, but they're hard-nosed. Not everybody fits Maine, and Maine doesn't fit everybody. That I will agree with. But the kids that stick, they can hit. Their defense wasn't that good. It was just really cool. Look for another strong campaign in Orono, Maine. I just don't know, man. Anytime a, a there's bowl. a reason they barely make the playoffs or don't make the playoffs at all. I'm sorry, but like any any poll that starts their intro with their colors are blue, white, and navy blue, but they're really black and blue. 
like that immediately. Like if someone were to talk about JC's colors being red and white, but they're well, like red, black, and white, but they're really red and white, I'd be like, why does anyone no, care? No one cares. Like they know what our colors are. Who wrote this article? Adam. This is like like who actually wrote yes. it? Is this Sam Harder no, that we'll wrote this? Out. No, it's Brad McLaughlin. Oh. Not Sam Herder. I knew. I know. I know what you're asking about with Sam because Sam Herder writes some writes some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. But his isn't senile. No, his makes sense. <laughs> this this sounds like someone. This isn't senile. I feel like someone like left the asylum, wrote it, and then got caught. Like that's honestly <laughs> all I see from this. If I'm seeing, sorry, Brian McLaughlin, if you, I'm yeah. sorry, if you, I'm sure you're a this, great guy. Like I'm sure you're a great guy, but you put made it four and talked about their school colors like anyone cares. And you put him at four. <laughs> well, when he was doing the uh, when he was doing the um, conference previews, he did say he felt like he was writing the same exact thing but worded differently for every SoCon team. He, so that does not surprise me. He he, he did. He so wrote, it, he doesn't, exact, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that he wrote that about. He wrote the same preview for every team. It's there's there, I mean. You can boil it into like two sentences. They play Southern football. They might be pretty good this year. Well, third sentence. They also might not be that good. That's really all he wanted needed to say. That covers up the entire SoCon. Mm-hmm. If UTC is is like I don't want to say premier program because they're not, but like if that's your most well known program, you don't have anything to say about the conference. Just 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 totally forget forget because they're not going to be a big player in the on the national stage at the end of the year anyway. But anyway, so if you know why Maine's ranked at four, it's because they beat a lot of teams last year. It's not because their colors are actually blue right. and black, and it has nothing to do with them with their recruiting abilities because they're not recruiting that well. I have not heard of a single Maine player to the root of that game, just because they don't. No. They none of their players put up huge numbers. It's very similar to North Dakota State, except North Dakota State has good quarterback play. Right. They don't. Their quarterback isn't that great of a quarterback. Their running back wasn't that good. We just didn't show up to play. Yeah. Like, like if that game was in JSU, I promise JSU wins. And I know Maine, Maine was a good team. I'll give them that. They yeah. were a good team. I spent, if you just look at wins and losses, like Maine was a really good team. Maine was a really good team. But in the context, in the context of, of, of everything from Alabama happened, going up to, I Maine, say we we recruit it recruits it, it slaps differently down here. Mm-hmm. Football's different. It's yeah. it's up there. It's not cultural. Down here, like that's where that's what your school is judged by. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if JSU had a bad football program. I guarantee you, marching Southerners would literally be the only thing, the only reason that we had students. But they, but people come here because we have a great football program and a great basketball program on top of marching Southerners. Yeah. But you take a school like UTC, doesn't have a good football program, doesn't have a good basketball program. I wouldn't say they have a bad football program. It's a decent program. It's it's a, it's inconsistent. At best. Very inconsistent. Um, and their band. Let's not talk about their band. I don't want to. No. Like that, like that, that tells they're you they're coming to JSU this year. So yeah. let's, let's like we'll see. Like, maybe they'll be really good this year. But like, like that, like that's they're that's small. how it is. Like that's they're how the, it is. They're the size of a four A high school Alabama marching band. I'm looking up. It's tough. It's I will tough. say the one thing I do. The one team I like, other than UTC being top twenty, because I just want them to be ranked as high as possible and just make the crap out of them. I do like Central Arkansas sixteen. I think they're a top twenty program. And I'm happy for how well they've come along. And it's, they had such an off year last year. Like I'm happy that they've recruited well, they've rebuilt, and they're inside the top twenty. Congrats, congrats to them. And even this one was that's sense. actually fu- uh, funny. That's actually an old foe of UNA. 
who well, I mean, is in turn an old foe of us. Yeah. They used to be a part of the Gulf South Conference in D2. Was it the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that's how all of us is awesome. Uh-huh. Any team that beats UTC, Maine, Kennesaw, UNA, and North Dakota, I, I, those are my guys. Good for them. Like, congrats. I, 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 I have all respect for you. Thank you so, South, so South Dakota State fans, we love y'all. Yeah, yeah you're Thank you for your service. Um. Oh, and teams who beat Youngstown. I, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Youngstown. Speaking of Youngstown, yeah, that actually used to be our next thing. Speaking oh, yeah. of Youngstown, the Guardian Kickoff Classic. Y'all, I just want to say it feels so good to not have to be at that game this oh, year. I'm very happy. That was so. So I want to say there were only about there was only ten minutes of that of that event that were enjoyable, and y'all want to know what that was halftime. Yep. Yeah, that game was always awful. Not because J. Okay, so JC went one and one. Yeah. One and one. One and one. BETC lost to A&T. Yeah, three points. Yeah, no, like, we were driving to win, and then and then our, our right tackle forgot how to block, and uh, Zarek got strip-sacked, and that was even the game. Yeah. But, like, we were driving, so, like, like the, game is, the game itself, I think, is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But there's so much fanfare that goes with it. You know, the pep rally. Yeah. And, the pe- and it's smoking hot because we're on pavement in the middle yeah. of, se- like, in beginning of September, late August, in week zero. So it's at the hottest point of the year. Um... And the first year we were there, we were in full uniform without shakos. We were in full uniform without shakos for the second year too. I thought I thought we were just in bibbers. Were we in last bibbers? year? I thought we were just in bibbers last year. I can't remember. I don't remember. I know that that when Ratchet nearly snapped his neck in half, he was in <laughs> he was wearing bibbers. He was, he was not wearing his jacket. Jay Thomas, Good shout out him. to you. Yeah, you're, you're you're a great guy, but you're an idiot. Um, this kickoff classic, it's gonna be a fun game. It is Sanford versus Youngstown State. And, you know, Youngstown was runner-up uh, two years 16, ago. Yeah. yeah, two years ago. No, three years ago. Because um, they beat us first. Common Trent beat the JC in the first round of playoffs. Second. Was it second? It was second round. Who did we play? We were, the, we were the third. That's right. We had the bite. That's what we had bite. Okay, right. Beat us cursed for us. Beating us in our first playoff, in our first game. playoff game. Of, yeah. the, of, the, of the year. That's what it is. Last year, we... we Nearly lost Eastern Tennessee last year. Let's not talk about that game. Let's not talk about it. Should have lost. Should have lost. Should yes. Should not not nearly. Thank you, Lord. Um, but like end zone fumble. Youngstown Sanford's that's two good teams, man. Well, they 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 played each other in 2016 for the play-in game for JSU. Yeah, and Sanford almost beat them. Sanford's people don't even. I don't know why, but people just overlook Sanford. I think it's because they also... Oh, we do. Because well, they're we do. a rival because of us. People come JSU, but I think people do because of us. When you think of the state of Alabama and SES football, you think of the Gamecocks. Like, like you're mm-hmm. thinking Eli Jenkins running all over Sam Houston State. Yeah. That's literally what people think when they think JSU football. When you think Sanford, give me a memorable performance that Sanford has had in playoff history. I mean, okay, maybe, that's my crickets chirping. That, that's I mean, my point. Maybe, no, no. Maybe that Kennesaw crickets. State game crickets. in seventeen when crickets. they all when they because they bear. I mean, every time other than in thirteen when we played Sanford and completely demolished them fifty-five to ten. Sanford. Every other team that they've played since then, they've played them close. Well, no, but but that's the thing. Sanford's legacy is being a bunch of also rims. No, no, nothing to any Sanford fans because we have a ton of respect for your program. You guys played hard. Last year was a big surprise to me that you had as good a record as you did. But, mm. like, 
you know how I, you know why I said that. You know why I said that. But, like... I was about to say, I have all their stats from last year pulled up right now. Ooh. Yeah, no, I'm trying to give them credit, dude. That's a battle for a different <laughs> Sorry, s- Sorry, Samford fans, but... Let's see. Uh, that's why I said I was surprised. I thought they were going to be a really bad team last yeah. year. This year, I think they're going to be back. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I, this is a year I think they could be, like, 9-3, Beating... Possible. I don't want to... I want to pick them. Because Youngstown is so far away. And Sanford is not. And it's going to be hot. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like It's team, not... It's not... I mean, it, it gets hot in Ohio... It gets but, hot in Montgomery. But yeah, not does. as hot as it does down here. Oh, man. Except that Montgomery... Crampton Bowl. I have a different name for it. I'll tell you that after we're done recording. Okay. After, I'll tell it now because we yeah. cut it out. So, I call it the Compton Bowl. Prediction. Just because the of the Compton area. Compton Bowl? The area, the area that surrounds it. That's problematic. <laughs> all right. Let's, all right, <laughs> let's wrap so, up. Let's get so the prediction. Stats, the stats for... Before we make our predictions, the stats for each team for Sanford last year... The record was six and five. Yeah, I didn't think they'd have forty. They placed fourth in the SoCon with a five and three record. Their key wins were over, and both of these teams were in the top twenty. Key wins over Wofford and ETSU. Yeah, I remember the them beating ETSU, and we all were like, "Y'all, I'm not." We were all worried about the ETSU game because mm-hmm. they lost to Sanford. And I knew that they'd be pissed. They were gonna ready. They were gonna try to prove someone wrong. And then key losses for them are Florida State, thirty-six to twenty-six. Yeah, can we? I I remember paying attention to that game in the stands because we had a night game. I was the yeah. one that brought it up to y'all because I was on my phone. He was and like, I was just like, this. bruh, oh, what is happening right now? They, they were beating Florida State at one point. Yeah. They came back and won by ten. But like, let me hear Youngstown stats. I. Yeah, I know who I'm well, already. They lost to Mercer. I knew that thirty Mer- to twenty four. Thirty to twenty four, and then they lost to UTC twenty seven to twenty. See, I can't excuse a loss to UTC, and I cannot excuse a team yeah. that lost to Mercer. Well, Under here's my any thing. Here's my thing. If they had won those two games, they would have they would have been eight and three, and would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, I know, but I can't excuse those losses. No, I, I can't. I, it would be UTC, one thing. If, if it were two years ago and Youngstown, if they lost to Kennesaw last year, like if they played Kennesaw they did, and lost. They did lose. Did they? They played Kennesaw last year. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Oh. We're going to cut that out so I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> we're um, keeping it in. Yeah. No, we're not. We're keeping it in. I'm editing this. So I own the camera. I own the audio. All right. Well, then the, well, then the audio and the camera is going to be off. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out. We're keeping um, it in. All right. We're keeping so, it in. So the stats for Youngstown are four and seven overall. Sixth in the Missouri Valley Conference with with a three and five record. Key their only key win was beating Northern Iowa thirty one to ten. Their key losses they lost to non scholarship team Butler twenty three to twenty one. They lost to Western Illinois thirty five to uh, forty five to thirty eight, and then they lost to NDSU seventeen to ten. That game was impressive. I'll give them yeah. credit for that, but. This is the reason why I think this is going to be a good game. Because of those close losses and how well they did play in those games, even though they had a bad year. I mean, your losses ranged from 10 to 2 points. They got smacked by Butler. Yeah, I know they, I know it was a close game, but Butler's a non-scholarship team. Butler's a basketball but, school. But Butler was a good team in the Pioneer last year. 
Okay, well, we, we do not talk about Pioneer Conference in this <laughs> podcast because it is not that good of a conference when we're talking about Butler beating Youngstown State and not being scholarship. Okay? Let's just... I can't excuse it. And I know what you want. I know you want to purely for the purpose of it being a close game, but I just... I I want to believe it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I, I want so to believe So I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. I want, I want to believe it will. My prediction is that it's going to be Sanford by like 17. I think Sanford, but closer than that. I'm actually going to be the It'll odd. be I'm within... Act- you're, you're not... I'm going to be the oddball oh, and say, no. Youngst- say Youngstown and Everytime by 30. OT! Okay. Okay, let me give someone a call. Sanford Brandon will place on the podcast out of pure insanity. Yeah. Just kidding. No, it's a valid opinion. It's a valid opinion. Youngstown has been good in the past. I just... I cannot bring myself to believe that they're actually going to win this game. No. Not... For many reasons, among them, all of the losses you just named out, I know who they lost to. I know what their scores were. But I also know the fact that it's a lot like JC going to Maine. They're coming to Montgomery. Like they're coming to one of the hottest cities yeah. in Alabama, playing on, on Sanford's turf. I and Sanford's believe... a two-and-a-half-hour drive from Montgomery by interstate. Well, highway, because that's got 280. Um, I want to believe it's going to be a one-score game. That's what I'm going to say. You it's going to be a one-score one game. I think, I think you and I, Eric, are the only ones that agree it's going to be a one-score game, but regardless of who wins. I'm going to lean on the other side from you. I'm sorry. With the, and the I, think, I think the other reason I still have a little ill will towards Youngstown over that playoff game, I don't have any ill will towards Sanford. I applied to Sanford. I wanted to go to Sanford at one point. I did, too. So I, ha- I have positive feelings towards them. Um. I don't have any positive feelings towards Youngstown. I definitely don't have positive feelings over the coach. I was about to say, the good thing about watching that game on TV or even going to that game is watching how Bo Pelini will act during the game. The, the man is a legend and for all the wrong reasons. But I'll just leave it at that. But that's why it will be. I'm not going to say it's not going to be fun game to watch. I'm saying that it's not going to be a fun game to, to Think about it. after the fact, and you're like, man, they really could have picked two better teams for this. Yeah. I mean, we all thought it was uh, one of the teams was either going to be James Madison or North Dakota State. North Dakota. That'd be fun. Oh, bro. Can you imagine North Dakota State coming, coming, coming down to North Dakota? I would go to that game just to go to the game. Yeah. That'd be fun. I mean, we all knew that Sanford was going to get picked for this game. We you all imagine? knew that Sanford was going to get picked. If Sanford comes back next year for this game, I think it's going to be Sanford versus UNA. That'd be fun. Alabama Bowl. Alabama Bowl. I'd be down. I would still lean towards Sanford like I do in a lot of these games. I'm sorry. I just... That's just one of those teams I can't pick to win. I think the only reason why I have mixed feelings towards Sanford is because... Well, no. I actually went to All-State Chorus, and it was held at Sanford all four years. So I have mixed feelings again about Sanford overall because of the because of some of the experiences I had. I have state course. mixed feelings just because of how UNA fans act. How, like, how See, you and I might have different experiences with UNA. I have people. some I have some pretty rough experiences, and these are people in, in, in Opelika. Like this is people not, in Opelika go to UNA. There, they, uh, there's some UNA grads at Opelika, and they've come through work. And I'll be like, oh, you're, 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 you're a unit person. Like, yeah, we, we graduated from there. I'm like, I've been watching Southerners. 
And they're like, oh, so you, you know about the Pride of Dixie? I'm like, oh, I know a lot about the Pride of Dixie. Well, it's now called, it's na- they're now known as we, we the, sorry. the Pride. Sorry, we don't use the, the word, we don't use that, the, the five-letter yeah. word starting with the That's a word. That, 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 that is not a, that's a bad word. Well, boys, I think it's about that time. I think yeah. it is. We've put a lot together. We've ran in a short amount of time. Yeah. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been fun, but it hadn't been real fun. Yeah. We'll <laughs> We're going to get some stuff figured out, we promise. Yeah. Um, hopefully, in the next month, we'll have a a more concrete idea of how we're going to set this up and maybe a better idea of, the, like, maybe, you know, a better recording situation yeah. in general. It'll get better each time. Bear with 100%. Us. Any last things y'all want to say? Go Cox. Fear the beak. Fear the beak. Fear the beak. Right. Low side. We're out. Deuces. That's a wrap.